This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of annual pass this is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks rides shows attractions you name it if it happens inside of a theme park we talk about it here on annual pass i am your host jack patillo and of course joining me as always is my lovely talented and beautiful co-host jeff ramsey hi jeffrey i feel hello jack i feel like we have to say joining me as uh almost always yeah as usually usually <laughs> joining uh, me almost most always of the here. time uh, where's the other one? Beeks is, she's out right now. She's actually in Florida. She's, she's going to theme parks probably right now. Again, this is a, this is a theme park podcast where you guys have all gone to theme parks without me. When have and I gone I, to a theme park without you? Yet? Well, you were going to. You do, I didn't do it though. But for, I mean, you would have. A lot of people are going to do a lot of things. <laughs> Doesn't mean you had plans them. to go to a theme park without me. <laughs> yes. I and did. then it fell through beyond yes. your power. So, but still, I still count that as. You know what I heard yesterday? What you heard yesterday? Wes and. Fiona were going to theme yeah. parks together yeah. last week. Yeah, they were in Orlando. Our, our good friend Fiona, uh, she's out in, uh, out in, well, she's in it, California, but now she was in Orlando visiting theme parks. Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter alumni. Yeah, and she tweeted, she was like, dude, no one told me Velocicoaster went so hard. And it's like, you should have listened to the episode yeah. of Annual Pass that we, we did on Velocicoaster. We told you, you just didn't listen. Alas. But BK will be back. Don't worry. She's not gone. She's just out for this week. But uh, yeah, Jeff, it is. Uh, it's, it's we got a fun one today. This okay. is one that I know you've been on again. I, I, I like the episodes where I know you've been on the attraction. Is uh, is this one we've done before? And... <laughs> no, I went through. I searched my sheet. <laughs> And it is not one we've done okay, before. Okay, okay, I cool. d believe me, I thought we had, but we had done the original version of this uh, ride before. Okay, we're going to be talking about the Simpsons ride today, Jeff. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. So we did Back to the Future before, yeah. and obviously the Simpsons took over for it later. But uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about that today. It should be a lot of fun. Just to remind you, if you are listening or watching this show right now, thank you so very much. We love you very, very much. Over at YouTube.com/slash Annual Pass or anywhere you get your podcast, please let your friends know about Annual Pass. Let go out of your way to tell people all about the shenanigans and fun times we have here on annual pass because these podcasts live or die based on your word of mouth and so you know if you want to give us a review stars share whatever you want to do just let people know about annual pass that would be spectacular and we would really really appreciate that also grab some merchandise as well over store.roosterteeth.com we've got some annual pass merchandise we have a new uh we have some halloween stuff coming out soon or spooky season stuff coming out yeah. pretty soon including the i survived the annual pass podcast shirt i like we, that one we have the uh the the universal classic monsters one which is really really cool um that one's coming out soon and also we have the uh this is my theme park shirt shirt coming out as well so that'll be hitting the store pretty soon as well it might be out by now i'm not sure i know it's in production as of recording this so uh thank you very much again store.roosterteeth.com my uh my favorite uh part of the uh classic monsters mm -hmm. thing we have is all the versions that were created that didn't make it to print <laughs> yeah. because the facial expressions were wrong. There were a couple different iterations of each yeah. person, and they were, it was fun to watch the evolution of like, well, eh, it's not really what he would. <laughs> yeah, that's not really how he would look, or eh, she wouldn't make that face. Yeah, yeah. BK, we we went through a few different versions of uh, Bride of Frankenstein with BK until yeah. she was like, happy with one. We had a swamp thing, well, not a swamp thing. We had a creature from the Lock Lagoon one for a bit, and that just didn't didn't look as good. And so, but what it, what it turned out, it turned out pretty good. And we're oh, going to have fantastic. a pin set as well. So those will be coming out pretty soon if they're not already. Uh, yeah, but it uh, should be a good time. Should be a lot, should be lots of fun. I, I love our, the, the stuff we put on the merch is so awesome. I'm so yeah. happy with it. That's nice. This is the coolest stuff ever. You got one of the annual pass shirts on right uh, now. Dude, I. You got the OG uh, annual pass shirt on. I, uh, I love uh, this podcast and the merchandise. Yeah. And I wear it all the time. Oh, that's And so uh, I was just thinking about how, like, 
how much how much good cheer and love there is in the annual pass podcast and i wish that and in the community and i wish it like covid everybody's spreading covid to each other <laughs> why don't we spread annual pass love instead? yeah wouldn't that be easier yeah just, less hospital stays yeah just, yeah just give your friends some annual pass as opposed to you know any sort of transmittable disease there you go yeah i appreciate that so spread spread some ap to those of you around you you're ap positive <laughs> <laughs> so you know, give it to other people is all I'm B-A-P saying. BAP positive. BAP positive. So today we are talking about the Simpsons ride at Love Universal. It. So uh, this is an attraction, obviously, is at both Universal Studios in Hollywood, also in Orlando as well at the uh, the Florida Park. And uh, this one's a fun one. You, you wrote this one. Uh, what did you think of the attraction when you wrote it? I loved it. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Uh, so it's the one we walked through big crusty mouth to get inside. Right. Had the queue. Had this like multi-layer queue. You go in. And there's like that holding area where it has like almost like a carnival theme around you. Like Patty and Selma are there. Like Mole Man's there. Apu's there. And they have all the different people. And then you go in and have the whole whole show. And we like sit. It's like a sit down. It's a motion simulator. Motion simulator it's, it's, it's a yeah. very classic motion sim where it's, you know, I think eight people per car. It's like two rows of four. And then, you know, lifts up, shakes around, has the big IMAX dome. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. You know, the, like when Back to the Future came out, uh, there you go. That's that's the, the Ben, yeah, ben yeah, is showing yeah, the video yeah, right yeah, now yeah, to yeah, Jeff to remind yeah, yeah. him, let it click back in your head. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's one of those things where, you know, at the time, it was super, super technologically impressive. Like when Back to the Future came out, so this replaced the Back to the Future ride. But when mm. Back to the Future opened, it was like, this is new and this is pretty cool. Simpsons sort of just like plussed it a little bit, you know, but really now it almost feels a little like not antiquated, but it feels a little bit like, all right, it's a bit a bit long in the mm. tooth at this point. So um, we'll, we'll get into what might happen with the Simpsons ride towards the end of it. But uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, we so I've got some flavor text here from Universal's website. Join the Simpsons, TM, on a trip to Krustyland. Grab a seat on an indoor simulated roller coaster ride where you'll careen and crash through the park with Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie and an over-the-top, non-stop exhilarating adventure. Keep an eye out for cameos from some of Springfield's fan-favorite characters as you adventure through town. As you adventure through the town. It's not often you hear adventure used as a verb. It, you a, can, though. Yeah, yeah you works. can. It works. But. Uh, I have a question for you, and this is uh, this is going to be... A bit of a tangent. Okay, I no, that's for that, all right. That's all right. Flo- I don't around in my head. There's not honestly. There's not a whole lot about this attraction to kind of like really get into the weeds on. It's because it's it's pretty cut and dry. Like yeah. we replaced an old attraction. We got a new one. Same same idea though. So so we talk a lot on annual pass. We do uh, about uh, different properties that could be turned into rides yes. or shows, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and some that have and some that have not. And I was watching uh, South Park the other night, and yes. it struck me. I don't think I've ever heard of a South Park attraction. As far as I know, there is not a South Park attraction anywhere. I wonder why. Um, I could be wrong. Producer Ben, if you want to get on that and double... Uh, thank you. I just... I was I was watching the... They had, like, a two-part Streaming Wars special, and yeah. I got me thinking, like, there's so much you could do here. Dude, South Park, South I mean, Park. they had their 25th anniversary recently. They, did you see any of the clips from Red Rocks? So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I saw, I so saw it that. was Primus, Ween, and then Trey and Matt, where uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are my heroes. I mm-hmm. love those guys. And uh, watching them do a concert at Red Rocks, it was incredible. Yeah. And not only that, uh, the tangent of a tangent, uh, they played a song. So they went through and did a lot of like classic songs from, from South Park. Uh, they did Team America. Like they finished with the Team America song. They did a song from Cannibal 
the musical. Oh, did they really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, which was uh, which it, song? It was uh, when I was on top of you when mm -hmm. he's talking about riding his horse, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, and it was one of those things. I'm like, I wonder how many people in the audience knew where that was from. I bet more than you'd think. P probably, I guess if you're willing. To, I mean, that that thing sold out super yeah. quick. So I'm, I imagine you're probably super fans. If I tried to go, I couldn't get tickets for it. So, uh, but you yeah, know, you know what the best part about Red Rocks is? What's that? All the videos online of. Uh, uh, people in shape who try to run up and down red rocks and then trip <laughs> i've watched a lot of people fall down red rocks lately on tiktok it's a cool looking venue they got yeah. like denver way out in the background i'm assuming that's denver way on the background i right? believe so yeah. yeah ben in any luck on a south park attraction He's laughing I, I so i i dove in looking for for what this ride could possibly be there's an article on universal studios theme park fandom.com uh south park the stick of truth the ride oh. is a seasonal adults only motion-based 3d dark ride uh, attraction based on the American adult animated television series South Park. Uh, Universal Parks and Resorts, Warner Brothers Movie World, and Movie Park Germany own the main rights to the show, which is currently shown at thisisfakeilookeditup.com. <laughs> Someone made a fake article, I guess, trying to simulate a stick of truth South Park ride that looks very real, uh, but unfortunately does not exist. That's, that's funny, too, because a stick of truth is a video game based yeah. off the South Park show. So Exactly. If most of what I can find is is people theorize that it, because South Park is a little too adult, yeah. uh, whereas like Simpsons can be a little like jokes kind of fly over heads kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, is why there's not a South Park ride. Too, too adult for Disney, not too adult for Universal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could also do a South Park attraction that doesn't have to be like you know grotesque. Yeah. You know, yeah. so hmm, I, I don't know. I mean, I could, I could totally see a South Park attraction happening someday. And also, not only that, but uh, Trey Parker, he does a lot of stuff for his kid. <laughs> so she's like, I think like six or seven now. So I could see her growing up being like, I want to ride a South mm -hmm. Park roller coaster. And he's like, Okay, let's make it happen somewhere. I mean. A lot of that happens that way, I think. Somebody needs to put an earworm in that kid. <laughs> uh, let's see here. And uh, so that opened. So the attraction itself, it first opened at Universal Studios Florida on May 15th, 2008. And a few days later at Universal Hollywood Studios, or excuse me, Universal Hollywood Studios, Universal Studios Hollywood on May 19th, 2008. So four days later, mm. uh, the producers of The Simpsons contributed to the design of the ride, which uses CGI animation. Also, they also worked on the, uh, the ride's 2D animation as well. They helped out with it so there's like the pre-show stuff actually is like classic 2d animation but the ride itself is all 3d mm. at the time of its opening the ride features state-of-the-art projection and hydraulic technology again at the time at the, the time it opened which was <laughs> back in 2008 so we're looking at hard, 15 years hard to ago believe that 2008 is like the dark ages yeah. of technology now yeah 2008 your, your kid had just been born you know now no, she's my, my kid was three yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, and so in, in 2013, they expanded on the area because the Simpsons ride actually did really, really well when it opened up. So uh, initially when it opened, they converted, there was one like gift shop nearby the Simpsons attraction that I think it was the out of time gift shop when it was Back to the Future. They turned it into the Quickie Mart so you could go there and buy like, you know, Bort license plates and things like that. Did really well. And so they kind of expanded on that and they added a bunch of new attractions in the general area and turned the whole thing into like a mini Simpsons land. So that's when you got your Duff Gardens, you got Moe's Tavern, you got, you know, the Bumblebee, like, uh, the, Quickie Mart, yeah, the yeah. Quickie Mart, well, the Quickie Mart was there from the beginning, well, yeah. but, um, but yeah, a whole bunch of other stuff like that. They added on to it. Now it's got like a whole mini land kind of between the animals actor stage and men in black over at Universal in Florida. And, uh, yeah, and it's, it's really cool. It's neat. You walk in, it feels like, oh, this is like a Simpsons area. It's like crusty land. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I really like that a whole lot. 
Um, it took over two years of planning to make the attraction happen. The creative team behind The Simpsons is responsible for the attraction itself. So they didn't just like loan it out. Like they were actually all directly involved. Uh, creators James L. Brooks and Matt Groening, or is it Graining? Groening? Graining. Graining. Matt Graining and executive producer Al Jean worked with the team from Universal Creative to uh, fit The Simpsons into the park. So they wanted to work with them. And very much, you know, like The Simpsons itself, it does kind of have a meta approach to being in a theme park. Like it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a theme park attraction about a theme park attraction. Did uh did the Kang and Kodos ride happen at the same time? Like in tandem? That was in that was in the kind of the expansion of okay. cross of not okay. Krusty Land. Or yeah, Krusty Land, sure. the Simpsons area. So that was added on later because they sort of expanded the whole carnival aspect of it. Initially it was just the ride and that was it. And then they started adding like the carnival games. There's like the basketball hoop hoop, the Kang and Kodos twirl and hurl popped up and that all sort of uh there just actually did you ever play the Simpsons tapped out? It's a it was a mobile game. Nah. No, it was it was a little game where literally it's like you could build up your own Springfield, uh-huh. and uh, there was a twirl and a hurl in that game. Oh, and really? I was like, oh yeah, and I don't know if it was before. I'm assuming it was after because that just turned ten. Yeah, so it would have been afterwards. So uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. That was like in the game and also in real life. You could ride the whole thing. Do you remember the Simpsons GTA clone? Uh, hit and run. Game. Hit yeah, and yeah, run. Yeah. That was a great game. Yeah. yeah. There was uh, there's actually a guy online right now rebuilding Hit and Run from uh, from scratch. He's turning it into like a GTA style world where it's all one big map instead of like individual levels. Oh really? It's he's just it's a fan project and he claims he'll never release it, but it's, he's just showing updates as he's working on it. And he's he like someone I think someone worked on a map or something and then he imported all the textures and he's like I think he like most recently he had just added the vehicles back in where like there's AI driving around too. So I'm but sure he's never going to release he it. He claims it. He claims he'll never release it. But if I'm if I'm Disney, I look at that. And I'm like, let's just pay this guy and yeah. take it and finish it and yeah. re-release it because people love that game. Like Katie loved that game. Um, so uh, where else here? Oh, yeah. Also, in the music in the in the uh, the ride itself it's it's an original score, brand new music for the ride. But usually Hans Zimmer did the original Simpsons music. Wasn't Hans Zimmer. Uh, they got this guy named Jim Dooley, who uh, he also <laughs> they couldn't afford Hans Zimmer. So they got Hans Moleman. <laughs> uh, so. So Jim Dooley, he's the one who came in and did the music for it. He also worked on like tons of stuff for uh, like he he's kind of like an apprentice and like sort of has worked with tons of amazing people. Uh, let's see here. So when they switch over from Back to the Future, the original ride system was actually made by Intamin, which is a uh, their roller coaster company. Mm-hmm. They've been doing stuff for a long time. We brought them up we in the past. About it, yeah. And so they did the original moving platforms because at the time that was pretty new. Like, I mean, now you look at like the Minions ride and like pretty much in like the Jimmy Fallon ride, like all of those ride systems have like their own sort of moving platform. When this when Back to the Future came out, there wasn't a lot like that. So that yeah. was a very revolutionary thing. They they got rid of all the older stuff and replaced it. And there's actually a company called um, Oceaneering International, which uh, they're the ones who did the the new motion platforms for the Simpsons ride. They've actually worked on a bunch of other stuff too. They worked on the Jaws ride, and they also worked on the Scoop attraction, the Scoop vehicle from Transformers, and I think Simpsons are from uh, South. Uh, Oceaneering uh, Spider Man. That's what they worked on. Oceaneering International. Interesting they, name. Yeah, Oceaneering International. They are actually uh, they did a lot of like seafaring stuff. Like they would make like scuba gear and mm. like submarines and things like that and i guess their knowledge of hydraulics and whatnot just kind of like took them in a new direction pressurization yeah i don't i don't know exactly but so they started making attractions and so i think they still do water stuff as well as theme park stuff i think there's like two divisions of the company so that's cool well if if you work for they they must have found a way to to share efficiencies amongst the two you know what i mean i want to say if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong let me know i'm sure if dave cobb is listening right now he'll know uh 
Universal currently is going through a lawsuit over the ride vehicle at Jimmy Fallon, and I think oh. it might be Oceaneering International, I, actually. Uh, oh, well, does that mean they'll have to shut the ride down? Oh, oh no, oh no, no, not you, Jimmy. You'll don't, live forever. Uh, don't, don't, don't take Fast and Furious with you. Oh, oh. no. Anyway, uh, yeah, because it was a Cause thing. Because that where, ride's not good. No, it's not. Yeah. Um, it, it was a thing where, cause, but it's a motion platform thing. Super blurry. So I think, <laughs> get to put glasses on. Uh, so I, but there was a deal where basically like they, Universal kind of took over the ride system and sort of mm -hmm. did it on their own. But the contract stated that like our, like the company that made it would come in and like work on it. And they kind of ignored that. And so they're suing. And Better. I, I think it's Oceaneering International. I could be wrong. On Probably that. the safest bet is just to bulldoze it and start from scratch. Right, just, just tear it down. Well, ben, I'm you looking up, yeah, I'm looking up some of the info on it right now. It looks okay. like back in March, Dynamic Motion, Dynamo Dynamic Rides. Dynamic Motion. Okay. Yeah. I was close. Traction maker behind Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon filed a lawsuit against Universal Orlando Resort claiming the theme park company owed more than $5 million in unpaid invoices related to the attraction's design and construction. According to the lawsuit, there were significant disagreements between Dynamic Motion and Universal Orlando surrounding alleged changes in design, the use of an additional contractor, and the usage right of IP and technology. There you go. Yeah, so it is interesting because, like, these, these ride systems are, like, copywritten like they they designed yeah. something and they patented it and it's like don't mess with our patent and even though you think like oh it's one motion platform they're all gonna be the exact same they are they're all different they're all used different ways like um i think that the, the jimmy fallon ones actually used where it's like cables suspend it and then it kind of moves it around with that as opposed to like hydraulics there's a whole bunch of different things that go in on this can so. you imagine the muscle they must send to to collect the five million dollars <laughs> due I don't know. I mean, something like that. Well, it like, would be like it would be like a dude that makes the rock look tiny. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also one of those things. It's like you know, Universal just pay your contractors, just pay those guys. You know, like I, I don't get it. I don't get yeah. it. Uh, anyway, the uh, the four minute ride uses eighty five foot IMAX dome screens and Sony projectors. Uh, they're twenty four ride cars, each sitting eight people, and approximately two thousand people can ride it per hour. And uh, like what we talked with in Back to the Future, when they designed the thing, um, they actually have two screens. Yeah. So they can kind of go back and forth. They can stagger them on full capacity days. They have two screens going. Um, but the neat thing about this is if one screen goes down, they don't have to shut the ride down entirely. Um, the one in Florida with the two screens are side by side with a long corridor separating the two projection projection areas. Whereas the one in Hollywood, they're kind of like at a 90 degree angle and the projectors are pretty close to each other to make mm. it a little bit easier on the, uh, on the, on the tech work there. But it's actually actually like we've we've done some live shows in the past where we have projection stuff going and you typically when you do a big live show you double up on projectors just in case one goes down you don't lose all video yeah it's something there's something like eight projectors for this thing it's it is wild and it was it was these, are, these are epson <laughs> yeah these ones you get for a school uh these were and i think i want to say these were replaced uh sometime in the mid uh the mid teens 20 teens because when the first came out i remember back to the future was a film strip mm. that was it was an imax film strip that was loop and i think back to the or, uh simpsons may have started that way or it may have been some sort of rudimentary digital projection initially now it's like 4k or 8k projection it's all super fancy projectors that are absolutely wild um when I was reading about it before, too, the uh, so the reason why the attraction is in 3D is because uh, when they were doing the animation, like, you know, Simpsons feels very flat because it is 2D mm -hmm. animation. But when they were doing the motion simulator stuff, the, the 2D animation just wouldn't work properly. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel like you were kind of traversing through this town. Yeah, you weren't able to suspend disbelief. Yeah. yeah. And so they were like, we need to do something different. And so they did 3D models of all the characters and the whole thing is done in 3D. I think it works. It feels yeah. like it works to me because like, you can see the sort of roundness of the characters mm -hmm. and actually get into it. 
and I don't I mean so much of the charm of the Simpsons is the is the voices you know like all the different actors and actresses who do the voices of those characters and they're all there and Almost. they had and they I mean I guess it kind of pseudo fits in with canon anyway because they had a 3d animated episode back yeah. in the early days anyway oh did they really yeah was that wait was it something like was that a treehouse of horror episode maybe or it might have been yeah yeah, yeah. Dude, what, what's your favorite Simpsons episode can you think of any Simpsons episodes? I think the film festival episode's probably my favorite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't cry for me. Yeah. Or, uh, don't cry for me. I'm already dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that 3D episode is in Treehouse of Horror 6. Okay. Where Bart and Homer get pulled into like a, an alternate dimension and become yeah. three-dimensional. And at the end, I think Bart escapes back to the Simpsons world, but Homer falls through a wormhole and ends up in a, a dumpster in our world. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. How, how, what's your favorite Simpsons episode? Man, the Treehouse of Horror episodes are always so good. I mean, the Australia episode's fantastic. Mm. Has, has a special Knifey place in my heart. Knifey Spoonie. Yeah. Special place in my heart. I mean, the, uh, you know, uh, Radioactive Man, all those episodes are great. Um, I like the, do you remember the episode where uh, Bart buys the warehouse and he puts Millhouse in charge of it? No. That's a great episode. No, I and don't. it collapses in the middle of the night and Bart's <laughs> like, Millhouse, I told you to watch it. And Millhouse is like, I did. I saw the whole thing. It started to fall and then it fell. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Like, I mean, Simpsons have been going now for like oh, 30 years or something. What it's, season I, are they on? I want to say it's the longest. or something? I think it might be the longest running sitcom on TV ever. Yeah, I think it's closing in on Gunsmoke as the longest running it uh, debuted show. December 17th, 1989. Wow. Uh, let's see here. The most current Simpsons season is season 32. 32. 32. I was a freshman in high school uh, when The Simpsons debuted, yeah. and I remember it debuted on a Sunday night, and I remember sitting at the... I don't even really remember the episode that well. I think it was the episode where they go see Dr. Marvin Monroe because they're having family problems, and they all like end up like electroshocking each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but... um. I remember going and sitting at lunch with all of my friends and just like the energy and the buzz around like, what did we just watch? <laughs> like, cause it was unlike anything. We had an adult cartoon yeah. for kids yeah. that was like on prime time. It was like the craziest thing it, it was a, ever seen. It was a modern day animated honeymooners. Yeah. What yeah. It was, essentially. Yeah. And so, uh, it was grown up Flintstones. And so we would, I remember like I would get excited on Monday to go to lunch at school to talk to my friends about Simpsons episodes. And yeah. by episode three, we were already quoting, you know, yeah, well, you just like, like the first three seasons of the Simpsons are all like, those are all the, the episodes, the golden episodes you think of. You I, know, would, like, I would, I would actually say Simpsons didn't get good till season three. <laughs> personally, uh, the first season a bit rough. We're going back on first it now. Two are not Wait, what is the monorail episode? Is that like oh, season three or like four? Season seven. Probably. Oh, really? Is that yeah, far in? That's far, pretty far. Look up the monorail episode. But, it's yeah. gotta be at least season Working six. On it. Also, I need a quick correction. There is 33 or seasons of the Simpsons and the 34th has been greenlit and okay. starts this September. Hank, oh, you, you mean Scorpio's they, green, another they greenlit another one? <laughs> It's just going to keep going forever. Um, I hope so. Yeah. And that, it's, it's one of those things, too, where I don't like, I don't actively watch Simpsons every Sunday mm -hmm. uh, anymore. Um, but anytime I catch an episode, a new episode, it's still enjoyable. Yeah. It's still yeah. good. It's still know? really well done. And like, just the, the, the pedigree of writers that came out of The Simpsons are incredible. Like, they've gone on to do so many massive things. It's like a, like a proving ground for yeah. new talent. You know? Oh, for sure. For sure. It's kind of like SNL in that way. Yeah. Marge yeah. versus the Monorail was the uh, 12th episode of the fourth season. Fourth season. season. Four. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that was written by Conan O'Brien. So mm -hmm. it's like, you can, you, the, the amount of people, again, behind this thing are, are incredible. And it's, it's one of those things I remember back in the day, there was a rumor that, 
that uh, they were going to do like a Simpsons Next Gen series, which basically aged up the Simpsons to where they should have been, yeah. which I, I don't know. I mean, there have been a ton of like episodes where they peek into the future, like like Lisa became president, I think, in one episode mm -hmm. and like, you know, a bunch have been married. We've never we've never heard Maggie talk, though. She's always always almost talked. I mean, I guess she said daddy. But um, anyway. That's it's a whole thing. Simpsons, great show, great show. It's it's classic. Uh, what else here? Let's see here. Um, Sim yes, Simpsons is one of those things where like if you're a younger, like say you're Gen Z, you uh -huh. may not be as well versed. Like my kid, yeah, she's yeah, seventeen. She doesn't really she knows of the Simpsons, but she's not watching the Simpsons. But if uh, younger millennials and Gen Z, uh, if you're listening to this, if you go back and watch the Simpsons, you will suddenly understand a bunch of references that you didn't <laughs> realize were references yeah. throughout your entire life. Yeah, about your entire life. Well, even South Park made the whole episode about Simpsons did it mm. because they have like the, it feels like the Simpsons have done so many like so many things now that are tropes. And it's like, oh, no, they started it like they were the ones who did it. You know? Yeah, I remember um, this is a bit of an aside, but I remember Millie's old uh, uh, nanny, mm -hmm. uh, friend of the family. Uh, we watched Goodfellas one time. She'd never seen it. And not with Millie, but you know, was, <laughs> that'd be awkward. And uh, and she was like, oh, I. I understand so much of the world now. I didn't realize how much of the world references Goodfellas at all times. The Simpsons is like that to the tenth power. Yeah, like it's, yeah. they they have they have influenced our pop culture in so, in so many ways over the last thirty years. Do, do you have a favorite Simpsons quote or like kind of like? Yeah, a, I absolutely have a favorite. Simpsons well, what's quote. that? Uh, it's a Treehouse of Horror, uh, and it is I think it's the Snake episode, and it's just it's a half line. Uh, Homer walks into Moe's and uh, Lenny is in mid story and he goes, so I said to the cop, no, you're under the influence of being a jerk. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the funniest thing I've ever heard on The Simpsons. My my favorite one is from the the episode where Marge runs away and it's like it's a, the uh, um, the Thelma and Louise episode. Uh -huh. And uh, they go to like the like this diner. And some someone talks about sticking together. It's like, oh, you got to stick together. And he's like, oh, that's what good waffles do. They stick together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's what good waffles do. It's like been in my head forever. You say that all the time. Yeah. I, uh, I I really love Lenny and Carl. And so I have a lot of Lenny and Carl favorites. Yeah. Like there's the episode in the Springfield Badlands where Homer goes to 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 uh, work on oil derricks, mm -hmm. and Lenny goes with him. And uh, you drive by a mountain that he had carved to look like Carl, and he goes, <laughs> I called it Mount Carl's Moor. And Homer goes, uh, what did Carl think of that? And he goes, we never talked about it. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I just love the, I love the love affair between Lenny and Carl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of of of, uh, of the Simpsons. Just the, the sheer number of like B, C, and D characters yeah. that just exist in that world that they fleshed out over 30 years. Or like the episode of, <laughs> where Mo, <laughs> I think it's the Word Loaf episode with Mo and uh, uh, Lisa when Mo goes, now listen, Lisa, I don't like you and you don't like me. And she goes, I like you, Mo. And he goes, oh, really, sweetie? Well, I like you, too. <laughs> that, that reminds me, there's actually uh, at, at Universal it, th in Florida, they have this big sort of eatery area that has like, you know, it's got the uh, it's uh, got the, the shrimp shack or whatever, the, the fishing shack. What, what's the name of the, 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 the seafood restaurant they have there? And, but it's, it's got all these different restaurants inside that are themed around different things. So you can get like a Flamin' Mo in there. It's like behind most Tavern. It's a big cafeteria with a bunch of different stuff. You can get the big donuts in there as well. But they have on the wall this giant mural that has all of the, or not all, but like the majority of the characters that have appeared over mm -hmm. the multiple seasons. And they have a little key as well. And it's something like 300 characters. That'd be a good puzzle to put together. That would be pretty cool. I wonder if that yeah, exists. I, I'm sure it does. Dude, but. we could, 
we could probably do an episode of Annual Pass where we just just recited our favorite Simpsons quotes back oh, yeah. and forth for two hours. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Okay. You, ever see that, you ever see that episode where Mo was like, I'm better than dirt? Well, not store-bought dirt. I can't compete <laughs> with the fancy stuff. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, we're gonna we're, let's get back onto the attraction here. It's uh, a pun. Uh, so the the ride itself. So that we talked about the 3D animation. It was actually developed. You'll you'll recognize this. It was done by Blur Studio. Which oh, Blur has done tons, tons of stuff, tons and tons of big. Like they do a lot of like trailers for video games, and like they're really well known for really they high were, quality animation. They were really hot, like in the early to mid 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Blur Blur was responsible, as well as Real FX, which is another mm. uh, another animation company. So yeah, but I mean that's that's pretty much it. Two thousand people can ride it per hour when it's at full capacity. That's a pretty decent people eater. Like mm-hmm. that that'll eat a lot of people. I and mean, that's also they go in big chunks too. So it's kind of like you know you load, do the ride, and then everyone leaves. So it's like big waves of people so when you're waiting in line if they do have both sides open when you're waiting in line it feels like it moves pretty quickly it doesn't mm. feel like you're sitting there for ages it always you know you'll you'll stop check your phone move check your phone move and you're in the ride so anyway but uh but yeah jeff are you ready to join me right now to go ride the simpsons ride at universal studios like let's say we're in florida i think we're in florida on this one i'm watching a video here so you're you're are you ready for this sir yeah i'm, I'm ready to refresh my mem- to memory to experience this, this? Yeah. okay so remember again it's uh so as we're in the, the pre-show queue we recognize that uh sideshow bob has has popped up and is suddenly wanting to get his revenge mm. on the simpsons so here we go okay right, here we go <clears throat> jeff yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're, Jeff, we're back in Florida, Universal Studios. It's so humid. It is very humid out here. Jeff, Jeff, today we're, we're going to go ride the Simpsons ride. Yay! Over by the waterfront. Okay, I'm okay. going to quote nonstop. Okay, we're going to walk through. We're going to walk through Central Park. Oh, look, the animal actor stages in front of us, but we got to go past that. We can go. We can watch the dogs and puppies later. We're going to go around the corner. Look, we're Jeff, we're in Simpsons land. Crusty land. Crustyville, whatever this is called. Crusty Burg. Yay! <laughs> Oh, look, oh, maybe maybe we can go and get like a flame and mode there. Don't worry. They're, they're non-alcoholic It's just like orange drink with like steam on it. And I've stuff. had one. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty tasty And then we'll go get a donut, but we'll do that afterwards. Yeah, right the now. donuts are stale though. Uh, not, it's okay. They're it's in the nice. box. It's I mean, not great. Maybe maybe the older ones. Some of the newer ones are really good But anyway, we'll go past that and we'll go into the Simpsons, right? Look at big Krusty's face Go into his mouth, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> okay. You don't have to ask me twice. Okay, go okay, we're we're in his mouth. Look, oh, they're showing clips from famous episodes, Jeff. Yay! If only we knew which uh, some episodes we could quote from, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, Jeff, we're waiting in line. Okay, Jeff, now we're inside the queue area. And like where where they told us where there's this go row three. And he's like, okay, row three. And now we're looking around, you can see all the different people. Look, it's like a, a poo over there, and he's like, he's he, if you buy one a squishy, you can get a squishy from my poo. Mm. <laughs> or popcorn. <laughs> Um, there's Hans did you choke Bo- on some of that popcorn? I did. I did. Yeah. It, was, it was a little bit stale. Yeah. Uh, they, then they've got like Patty and Selma as well. They're in the Lost and Found, I think, is what they're they're sitting at, and like they're talking. And there's like a- uh, <laughs> that's another great episode when when uh, is it Patty or Selma falls in love with Troy McClure? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I I forget. It's you one find of out the- he's uh, he's got a fish fetish. <laughs> I always think of the the one with the the, the iguana or whatever that she has the oh, lizard. Yeah, She's yeah, like yeah. super fan of lizard. You are so beautiful to me. Uh, anyway, so okay, Jeff. Okay, they're like okay, go on. But before we go on, we see that sideshow Bob. He's like snuck into the thing. That's not good. Not good. Sideshow Bob hates the Simpsons. He does. He hates the Simpsons. Okay, so now we okay. We're in our little he pre-show. Hates Bart. 
He does hate Bart, but in general, it's the Simpsons. But, you know, like, by association, I think I he's the family. I was saying the, Bart. The. <laughs> the Bart. The. Uh, okay, so we're, we're in the pre-show area, and Jeff, we're watching a video, and they're talking about the ride. It's like, okay. The, 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 the squeaky voice guy's like, okay, you need to put this on. And it's like, okay. And then then we're it's, it's all powered by a nuclear reactor because everything is nuclear in the Simpsons. And so we're going in, and Maggie snuck into the nuclear reactor. That's not good, Jeff. Not good. You don't want babies going to nuclear reactors. Not no. Yeah, Grandpa did not did not help out at all there. <laughs> but okay, so now we're going to the ride, and it was oh, but the sideshow Bob's like, oh, here we go. It's like you're on my attraction, and now we're now we're sitting in the ride, Jeff. We're getting in. Okay, we're going back. Whoa, we're moving up, and sideshow Bob's like, okay, we're gonna destroy this attraction while you're on it. And we're on Should the be demolished. Yeah, they're gonna destroy. It. We're on a roller coaster, don't Jeff. Enter. Whoa, we're moving up. I feel uh, it, and I can hear Homer talking. It's Homer and Bart, and Maggie, and Lisa. They're all there, or is that not Maggie? So not Marge. pretty. And so, like, oh, we're, we're going around, and we bumped the Simpsons up. <laughs> but Sideshow Bob's like, all right, well, I'll kill you later. We can see all of Springfield. It's, it's, whoa, Jeff. Uh, it's we are, we're falling down. We're flying around. Like, so, like, Homer got smacked off of his. Now there's a big ball. The, the wrecking ball's coming for us, Jeff. That's not good. I remember this from some other property, but I can't quite put my finger <laughs> on it. It looks very similar, very, very <laughs> familiar. Except we got run over, <laughs> and we got bumped off. Krusty's mouth, and now we're on some kind of like mind train thing. Oh my gosh, we're moving around. Oh look, we're now it's it's Sideshow Bob is a giant panda thing, and he's attacking. It's that panda from the Jimmy Fallon show. Oh no, not the Jimmy Fallon show. It's like this is their knockoff of it's a small world, and it's uh, super creepy. Now he falls through. Look, it's like a tunnel of love, and oh. and Homer's like, oh, finally away from the kids, and it's like, but Bob's trying to kill them, and he's like, mm -hmm. even better. <laughs> All right, now like we're moving. Into, it's this kind of is like a Pirates of the Caribbean thing, Jeffrey. Yeah. Ah, Oh, yeah, parts, but, they're, but they're dinosaurs. They're all dinosaurs. They keep falling. They're trying to kill Homer and, and Marge. And now, look, now we're on the Waterworld show. <laughs> there's so many references to this thing, Jeff. There's yeah, so many references. Uh, there's a whale. And there's Shamu now. And Shamu's got us. And now we're moving really fast. Whoa, we're flying around. And we're trying to get away from Sideshow Bob. And like, we're just flying through the air, Jeff. Whoa. Okay, now he's like, now I'm going to kill you. Ah. And then he like hits the floor and starts like, and this, and this thing. we fall through. Jeff, watch out below us. It's hell. We're going to fall right into hell. And so, uh, Maggie's look, giant. But Maggie's giant now. She got nuclear reacted and now she's big. And then she's like, here, take my, my dummy thing. And then we've been knocked off. Now we're falling through hell, Jeff. Ah! Uh, but don't worry. The, the, the nerds, the nerds, uh, the laser guy or the space guy, he's like, he, he took care of us. He saved us. I forget his name. Professor, I was going to say Farnsworth. That's the different, <laughs> different one. Not graining property. Oh, right, so now we're, now we're flying through Springfield and now it's like, it's like, da, na, 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 And like, there's uh, like, it's like the opening of the show, Jeff. We're going yeah. through all the things. We're flying around the city. Look, but then there's, there's Maggie and she's like going around and like Sideshow Bob's like, Maggie, let's destroy Springfield. And look, oh, it's the large lad. We're flying and Ma Maggie's glowing. She does not look happy, Jeff. She did, she just wants her binky. Oh, we've been flying. We've been flying around. Okay. Oh, it's the house. It's the Simpsons house. And look. Oh, my gosh. We've landed. And look, it's there. Everyone's on the. They were on the. Uh oh. They were on their, their couch. And now it's King and Coda's like, ha ha, humans will destroy you all. And now it's a big roller coaster all the way from space down to Earth. Ah! Ah! We're flying There's around. 
<laughs> not a balloon. Ah, oh, yeah, smile for the photo is what it said. And bunk, we've landed. It's like, oh, we're, we're done. We did it. We survived. Yay. And then the yeah. sideshow Bob's like, I'm going to get you all. And then he gets crushed. Yay. And then Maggie goes there, bonk, and oh. knocks us over. And Jeff, Woo. with that, I don't know how we'll get Maggie back to her normal size, but uh, we have completed the Simpsons ride. That was awesome. <sighs> that is a fun, fun attraction. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of motion simulators. I'll no, tell you that. Not. Like we've talked about that. Like you, you know the the Harry Potter like a uh, Forbidden Journey one. <laughs> yeah, that one I, I can't do. do anymore. Something about it being further away makes it a little bit more okay. Mm. Uh, this one does rock you around quite a bit though, and so it, it, if you're in the corners, like the four corners, that's the the rough spot. If you if you don't like motion sims, if you don't like being thrown around, try to sit in the middle of this thing because it rocks the least. Yeah, I will say uh, I I would. Say that I probably hate motion sims more than you. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, I don't remember getting sick on this one. Yeah, I think this one's okay. Yeah, uh, I think it's, I think the screen's far enough away that you don't get that sort of like yeah. it doesn't trick your brain as much. It feels like you're moving around, but it doesn't make you like nauseous like a like Mission Space would or Harry yeah. Potter would. Um, yeah. So some fun facts about this one. So all of the voice actors came back for this attraction. Like almost. Well, almost all the voice actors came back for this attraction. For some reason, Harry Shearer decided he did not want to be a part of this. Harry Shearer is very particular. Yeah. Uh, with and uh, and Harry Shearer, uh, he he uh, he cares about contracts. Yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah. And so he basically said, "Nope, you know, I'm not going to do any voices for this thing." So instead of doing sort of a knockoff voice of it, they were like, "All right, we're just not going to include any of your characters," which mm. is tough because he does he does Smithers, he does Mr. Burns, he does Ned Flanders, he does a ton of really really recognizable voices. So they weren't in the attraction, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that's why you don't hear any of him because he just decided no, uh, you know, to not be in it. And because of that, actually, the early rumor of the ride's theme it was going to be called Project Fish. Uh, after Blinky, the three-eyed fish, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Burns is like, you know, nuclear fish or whatever. Yeah. So the whole thing was going to be about uh, Burns's power plants. And um, but then Sheer obviously would have been very, very much a part of that. So they had to rework the narrative to fit around something else. And then they brought in Kelsey Grammer, brought back Sideshow Bob. And I was like, OK, this makes a lot of sense there. Yeah. And so now one thing, one interesting thing about this. As we're coming to a close here, uh, the Simpsons, obviously, when they when they got the contract back in you know 2007 or whatever, that was owned by Fox. Not a huge deal. Uh, they signed a contract with them to have the Simpsons attractions be in the parks. Now, Disney owns the Simpsons. Uh, which yeah. Do you know what else Disney owns? Uh, Disney Donald World. Duck. Oh, yeah. Donald <laughs> Disney World. Yeah, they do. They own their own theme park, if you didn't know that. They and, do. Uh, yeah, not only that, it's a theme park just down the road from Universal Studios in, in California and in Florida. Um, the contract, as far as anyone can tell, it's never been released publicly, but the rumors are the contract for The Simpsons expires in 2027 or 2028, somewhere around there. And what will happen? Will Disney be like, in, in good faith, be like, hey, if you want to keep it, just keep paying us? Will Disney be a jerk about it and be like, hey, you need to pay us four times the amount that you were paying before? Will Universal be like, cool, we're getting something new. We're going to replace The Simpsons. I don't know. But, uh, you know, we've got five, six years now before the contract allegedly is allegedly, up. Allegedly, yeah. So, um, yeah. That's Could you see Disney wanting to put uh, Simpsons in a Disney park? That's what I was thinking. I was like, if Disney was going to do The Simpsons, if they were going to put The Simpsons anywhere, it would have to be Hollywood Studios, at least in yeah. Florida. Um, or California Adventure, maybe in California. Because um, it doesn't really feel uh, like... It doesn't feel like Disney. No, no. Um, so... 
yeah, I'm not I'm not sure exactly where it would land. And so it's kind of like, do is it just something one of those things where Disney wants to sort of just put a stop to a competitor using their their IP or are they just going to let them go away with it? So I'm not sure what will happen. If, if I were Disney, I would like the idea that my properties were in my competitors theme parks yeah. because it's just. It just shows how pervasive my properties are. Yeah. Like, we're everywhere. You can't even keep us out of your own theme park. Yeah. They do have Marvel Superhero Island over at Islands of Adventure. Yeah. Um, that contract, though, is, uh, it doesn't end. It's basically mm. one they can just it's keep... It's in perpetuity. Re- yeah, yeah, they can just keep re-upping, so it's not a big deal. Ben, you, do you have any more information? I see you reaching for your uh, for your microphone over yeah, there. Yeah, I was just looking up, like, what the stipulations are, what could possibly come of this, and a lot of people are speculating that um, it's either going to, A, the most likely scenario is that Universal will continue to cut Disney a check until the contract ends, and then decide it's time to move on and replace Springfield. Um, there's some loose speculation that maybe Disney and Universal come to an agreement where they get to keep the Simpsons, but Universal gets, or Disney gets full rights for like Marvel theme park yeah. stuff mm. out of Florida. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that could go back and forth. It's all theory and up in the air, but most likely Disney will probably take it and run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, so uh, Universal's opened Universal Shanghai not too long ago. I want to say last year, as a matter of fact, and their version of the, uh, the Hulk coaster uh, is Transformers. So it's themed around Transformers. It's mm. the exact same coaster, just Transformers. just Transformers. So I could see them re-theming, you know, Marvel Superhero Island, and that would make kind of sense. It's like, all right, you know, the Hulk is still one of the most in- incredible coasters out there, and it's still yeah. very much a, you know, that's one of the rides you have to go on when you go to Universal. So, who knows? <laughs> but what, what do you guys think? If you go over RoosterTeeth.com, leave a comment over on this episode. Let us know what you think about it. Like, what do you think Disney will do? Do you think they'll play, play uh, hardball? Do you think they'll be nice? I don't know. I mean, at this point, you know, in 20, I I will say the the timing of this works out really interesting because Epic Universe, which is Universal's brand new theme park, whole new theme park Mm -hmm. opens in 2025 at the latest. Mm. So two to three years later, the Simpsons might be gone. It might be a thing where once Epic Universe opens, they start putting a little bit more focus on the older parks, just to kind of be like, "Hey, we don't want everyone just to abandon them and go to the new park." So let's let's start refreshing things. And yeah. as we know, Universal is not afraid to kill their kids. Like they they have changed. I mean, they got if you get rid of yeah. Kong, you can get rid of anything. I so. want, I want, what it seems like to me is there's a great potential. Uh, assuming this contract ends at 2027 and yeah. it isn't uh, isn't renewed, that there just won't be Simpsons properties in the theme park for a while <laughs> because I doubt Disney will have one to ready to unveil in oh, yeah. 2027 right yeah well i mean for what it's worth disney is doing their uh d23 expo it's actually mm. happening next month in a few weeks from now and that's when they're going to announce a lot of newer stuff hopefully newer stuff coming to the parks um right now a lot of people are speculating they're going to talk a lot about, about epcot because epcot is under massive renovation right now the new moana journey of water is kind of replacing a lot of the future world area in the center of the park and they're going to hopefully show that stuff off and maybe talk about what is coming down the line yeah. um disney is very much in the wheelhouse of uh or it's one of the things they do is they announce stuff that's way in the future yeah you know like they announced the uh, uh tiano's bayou adventure uh replacing splash mountain that was like two years ago and they haven't even started on it yet mm. like they the splash mountain is still up and running today and so it's one of those things where they, they you know they'll, they'll announce a bunch of stuff and then things change like they announced a ton of updates to epcot they were going to rework spaceship earth and do a whole bunch of new stuff and then they paired it all back because you know things like the covid hit and recession hit and so they started pairing it back whereas universal universal didn't announce velocicoaster until the track was up yeah. <laughs> like it was yeah. it was almost finished before they even announced the thing and i i appreciate that i like you know i i hate the idea like you know getting excited being like oh my gosh this stuff's coming but then it changes you sort of you, you know you can only cry wolf so many times yeah i so, see the i see the benefits of both yeah 
you know, both methods. So anyway, let us know what you think. Do you think do you think that Disney will uh, play fair with Universal or not? So let us know in the comments as well. But uh, hey, well, I don't think it's a it's an issue of playing fair. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. It's their problem. Playing nice, I should say. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, you know, if it's like a scratch your back, I scratch mine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, if you're going to Florida, you know, you're going to hit probably one or both of those parks anyway. So it's, it's, it's either it way behooves it, them to get more people to come to Florida. Yeah. Either way, you're going to a Disney property, whether you go to Universal. Or, or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But uh, but yeah, so uh, so let us know what you think about the Simpsons ride. Have you ridden it before? Did you like it? Is one? It's one of my favorites. I again, I don't like motion Sims, but I love that one a, mm. a whole lot. The the, the story is fun all the voices are great kelsey Kramer is amazing a sideshow bob and it's just a lot of fun so but this second, is the second best role you ever had second best role what what as opposed to uh fraser no i didn't like fraser but uh, <laughs> i was referring to when he fell off the stage that time. <laughs> oh good lord, uh, oh, good lord. <laughs> so uh this is the point of the show where i ask you the audience a question and you leave a comment over at roosterteeth.com in the episode uh in this episode leave your answer and then we do our live show so our next live show is sometime september i want to say like right now i think the Fort 13th or something like that is when we're looking at. So in a few weeks, we're going to be uh, going through and, and pulling some answers from uh, previous episodes. And if we pick yours, we will send you an autograph park map signed by myself, Jeff and BK. Uh, yeah. So my question for you this week, obviously, the Simpsons replaced Back to the Future. Yeah. What would you replace the Simpsons with? If their contract expired, would it be a South Park ride? Yep. I don't know. Would it be Lord of the Rings? Would it be Pokemon? Like what, what would you replace the Simpsons with? Same dome though, same same idea. Motion platform, big dome screen. But uh, yeah, what well, what would it be? And remember, yeah, Universal does have a contract with with Nintendo right now, mm. and uh, so that could be a whole Nintendo area. That could be, I mean, they could turn that whole area into a Pokemon land, where it's like, oh, we're flying around, or what, what's it? What's a good flying Nintendo game? Pilot Wings. They can make a Pilot Wings attraction. Yeah, there you go. That would be pretty or neat. Star Fox. Star Fox would be pretty cool. I mean, what's you could do like. the last time we got a good Batman thing? Oh man, I mean, like Batman and. WB typically work with uh, with Six Flags. Like yeah. Six Flags has a lot of Batman licenses. There is a Warner Brothers movie world out in in Australia. I've actually never been to before, but I want to say um, actually our friend Dave Cobb did a, a WB world in uh, I, I want to say Abu Dhabi or uh, Abu Dhabi or Dubai or Dubai something. maybe. maybe yeah. But yeah, he did an entire WB movie world, which I know included a whole like Gotham area. There's a Joker attraction. So I mean, they, they exist. They're out there. But I think uh, you know WB has stayed away from your Universals and Disney's. Yeah. You know, they, they stick more to their own kind of owned IP. Mm. Um, you know, like DreamWorks works really well with Universal. Um, that's why you see a lot of the, uh, you know, Shreks out there and, and, you know, all of the the Kung Fu Pandas and all that. They, they, they usually work with Universal in tandem. So, but, but yeah, so that's going to be it. So go over to RoosterTeeth.com. Let me know what you would replace The Simpsons with if the contract were to expire. Again, same ride vehicle, same sit, like system, dome screen, same moving platform type thing. But what would you put in there? And uh, yeah, I, I think something like that. I think a Nintendo thing would be pretty cool. I, th I can yeah. I can see them very quickly being like, what can we do? Like, how can we keep the Nintendo stuff going? Like we've talked in the past about um, the uh, Lost Continents over at Islands of Adventure. The, the one that has, uh, there's a Sinbad live show there it has the uh, Poseidon's Fury attraction mm. as well the walkthrough um, there was rumors that that was going to become Hyrule uh, from Legend of Zelda like to kind of like you don't have to really mess around with the theming too much on that to kind of keep that there and make sense um, there was talk for a long time the kid zone area over by ET back behind animals actor stage like there's a whole like five playground area back mm -hmm. there now it's all Pixar now it's all DreamWorks stuff that whole area was going to turn into a Pokemon area with like an actual Pokemon attraction which uh, I'm, I'm you know that would have been cool but I'm also happy it didn't happen because they would have had to destroy the animal actor stage to put it in so I'm glad that's still there I love animal been, actors the, the <laughs> 
<laughs> the new American Tale property, Fievel goes away. <laughs> Fievel gets mothballed. Oh, man. But that'll do it for this week's episode of Annual Pass. Again, thank you so much, everyone who listens and watches the show and supports the show. It means the world to me. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, all of you beautiful people over in our Discord server as well, join our Discord server because we have a lot of fun over there. I'm talking to the Rope Drop Running Club right now. Everyone's getting prepped for Marathon Weekend coming up in January. Jeff? Yeah, it's exciting. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be lots of fun. You ready I'm, for... I'm getting prepped. <laughs> you are, yeah? Yeah, I'm prepping hard. Doing a lot of stretching and, yeah, and whatnot. I'm just doing something right there. Yeah, yeah. that was good. You, January is going to be here before I know it. It, it will. It will. It's, it's going to be lots of fun. Also, make sure to follow us on our social media stuff. Annual underscore pass over on Twitter and on Instagram. And we are annual pass pod over on TikTok. Uh, hopefully, hopefully by now we've got some new, more narrative TikTok stuff. We shot a bunch of stuff out in the, out in the parks um, back in June, I think, May or June when we were out there. We're starting to put some of that stuff up now as well. Uh, YouTube.com slash annual pass. If you don't watch all of our live stuff, you want to see our beautiful faces as well as, uh, you know, everything else we add on to it. If you don't want to just hear us. I know, like, we, we do have nice voices, but I'd like to think we have decent faces. Uh, I, 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 mm, well, you know. <laughs> well, we can agree that Ben has the most beautiful face. Yeah, Ben's, so Ben's not bad. That, that's why we throw him all over the videos here. There you he's go. beautiful, beautiful. So, thank you very much. He's, our, he's our boy toy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got a face for radio. It works out well. So, make sure <laughs> no to go comment. to store.roosty.com, pick up some uh, merchandise as well, because that supports the show directly, because the more more shirts and pins we sell, the more uh, likely are they are to uh, let us keep doing the show. So, yeah. please grab as much stuff as possible. And, uh, yeah, but that'll do it for today jeff you feel like you learned anything today yeah man i do i do i feel like i learned a lot what anything oh, in particular so much stuff where where would i start uh i learned that harry Shear uh didn't uh participate in uh in the, the theme park that's ride. true that's yeah. true i learned that uh it's possible that the uh ride will go away in 2027 yeah, that's true and so yeah harry Shear and uh, the simpsons ride they didn't stick together that's what, yeah. that's what good waffles do so that'll do it for today's episode thank you so much for listening to annual pass tell your friends and we will see you next time love you bye bye